to start the podcast with a little flavor. <laughs> Was y'all out this summer listening to this? Or no? Or nah? If you wasn't out this summer listening to this, you weren't out this summer. Then you went out. You went out. We just gotta get to the chorus and then we gonna talk to y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're clapping for ourselves and we're clapping for you for tuning in. This is our very first podcast episode. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Millennial Mamas 24-7. You can follow us on Instagram. We also have a blog page. It's too long to tell y'all now. Y'all not going to remember. So you can just check us out on Instagram. And then you can go ahead and click the link in the bio. And you can go ahead and follow us and see all the fun things. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. That Aiden and Jam are doing. I'm Desiree. And this is my co-host. Hi, I'm Brittany. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So we have a few topics um, for you guys today. Um, We know that you have been following our page we recently celebrated our one year, it's been a year anniversary oh my wow where does the time go mind blown no idea where the time goes anyway um we gave some introductions there so we're going to verbally bring you our introductions um a few topics we're going to talk about what is a millennial mama what is that I don't even think you can define how would you mama. define it millennial mamas are us millennial mamas are us millennial mamas are mamas who how long have we known each other almost 17 years Woo! Woo! 17 years ago lord weren't even thinking about children, children. the future <laughs> Nothing. I mean, we did believe the children were our future, but not our <laughs> future. Okay? Not my future. No. Maybe yours, girl. I mean, I did, like, foresee it, but now that it's no. there, it's like, whoa. Mm-mm. No. What happened? Mm-mm. Like, we have kids. We, we have, kids. have, we have we real live um, children people. Little people. Um, that are reflections of us in the village. Shout out to the village. Woo. Please. Let's say that one more time. Let's, one more game. Shout, Shout out, out to, to the, the village. village. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the village. Okay. If you know anything about having children, if you're thinking about having children, if you have one child or multiples, you know absolutely how important the village is to your sanity as well as your children's yes. sanity. Yes. You need the village. Okay. Or you, you are nothing. Your sanity. Listen. You cannot expect your child to keep their sanity. Okay. And I've had some moments. All right. I still have moments. I probably had one today, actually. Oh, I had one yesterday. <laughs> but we're not gonna you. get into that. We're not. We're, we're gonna not. stay on topic. Well, let's go okay. Boom. So, what is a millennial mama, Desiree? What do you think a millennial? For mama me, is? I think a millennial mama is um, 
obviously us, like Brittany mentioned, mm-hmm. but absolutely somebody who gets um, the job done. Um, I know people like to categorize our age group by saying, you know, we're young moms or um, generations Z, X, P, Q, whatever it is. Alpha, Omega, you know, all that. All of them. Um, I think for our generation, we are incorporating the new school methods with old school methods Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to raising children. Um, For starters, kids have access to a lot of different things that we didn't have access to when we were little. For example, um, we take the boys brunching. We take them to So some of those things that um, we had that we didn't have access to, um, tablets, uh, social media, really. Yeah. Um, What was your, I got my first cell phone maybe like in high school, but that was only because I had activities, maybe um, middle school. Um, Mine definitely, oh, it possibly was middle school because that's when I started catching the Metro by myself. I was going to Jefferson Junior High School, and my yes, dad was Jefferson. like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> bro, so long ago. Um, I think Woo. I may have had a cell phone then. If not, I was going to the office to use the office phone. So I would say oh, high, nah. school. high school. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say high school when I was running track, because like you said, I was doing after school activities. I yep, was catching yep. the Metro. My dad and my mom did not play that. Military, yeah. you know, they don't play. And really, my first cell phone, my parents didn't even purchase my first cell Girl. phone. I had my grandmother's Nokia 101, <laughs> and she just kind of gave it to me. It was like, Here, Shout girl. out to Nokia. If y'all had a Nokia, we can't see you, but raise your hand. We need a bell. Ding, Snake. Ding, ding. Ooh, ding, ding, Because that's all you had. That's all, all you had. And maybe Tetris. I had Tetris. I had Tetris. But I think my first phone was actually the Flip Sprint joint it was, yes. it was great it was- so my first okay <laughs> so my first real cell phone was a flip joint yes and i remember because i was hanging up on people on the front click uh, now say what click oh, hello uh-uh flip it <laughs> i remember because my dad old school my dad had a car phone and i remember Shout when he gifted phone. me with um when he gifted me with a cell phone he actually had like the old school bag and it had radio shack on it shout out to radio shout shack. out to radio shack <laughs> the black and red Girl. so my it's, dad had a cell phone in a radio shack bag and it the battery was huge <laughs> and he wrapped it as a christmas gift and was like yeah so i got you a cell phone and i was like oh honey I'm what is this? <laughs> oh, you love me. <laughs> and then he revealed the real cell phones. And it was a silver flip phone. Mind you, <laughs> telling our ages, not that we're that old, but it ain't. that's when text messages were sent over the internet. Oh, are you kidding Ten me? Cent and everybody is seeing your messages. Ten cent a pop. And oh. I remember when my dad got the cell phone bill back. He was like, excuse me? <laughs> who are you talking to? Who are you texting? Because, you know, te- whether y'all know it or not, <laughs> old really people don't text. Like, they've no. learned to text. But old people are very big on, like, you know, picking up calling the phone, you, picking up the phone, yeah. 
very traditional, like leaving you a voicemail. And like, I know people who are annoyed by voicemails. Like, why are you sending me? A, just text me. My inbox is probably full because I don't do voicemails. Listen, I barely do phone I, calls. Listen. If it can be text, please text me. Please do not call me. Please don't call me. That could be a text method. Do not call me. Mm-hmm. But no, when I upgraded, when I got to college and got the next tail, shot it when I chirp and she chirped. <laughs> so I never had a chirp because I think at the time oh, my parents were like, why? No, I didn't have a sidekick. I had the flip joint, and then I had the razor, and I had... Oh, the razor! Bitch. If you had a razor, the and thin remember, razor... remember, razor released a pink phone that was, like, mm, exclusive. limited edition. Mm. So, I don't think I had the pink one, <laughs> but I did have, like, whatever I the standard one I I either red or gray. was. And I, I was pressed. Do y'all know you couldn't even take pictures on mm-hmm. your phone? First of all, careers would have been ruined <laughs> back then. But early. <laughs> Woo. Can you imagine? No. Oh, my God. Anyway, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come right back, and we're going to jump into how we met each other. Why do I know Brittany? Girl. Why does she even know me? Girl. Girl, know the girl. Know us. We'll be right back. Okay, so we're back. Why do we know each other? First and foremost, uh, especially since it's coming up on homecoming season, um, <laughs> I know a lot of homecomings have been canceled and or altered. I know like Howard is not doing Yard Fest, but they're still having the game somehow. Anyway, shout out to Delaware State University. DSU Hornets <laughs> State. Although I didn't graduate from there. But... Brittany did not. <laughs> Graduate from but, there, but but that's where we met, so that's all that matters. That was everything, and really, part of the glue um, between us is our friend Courtney. Shout out to Courtney. Courtney, she's part of the village. Griffin, she's part of the okay, village. yes, Courtney, sir. Y'all don't know Courtney, but you've seen her in pictures if you follow us on Instagram. Shameless plug, follow us on Instagram. Millennial uh, Mamas, twenty four seven. Period. Um, Courtney <laughs> comes through serving um, rich auntie vibes. All okay, the all the time. All the time. All the time. She Shout will out come to the with nurses. us. And the nurses. Shout out to the nurses. Courtney is our favorite rich Ever. auntie and nurse. Okay. Okay. Shout out to. And when she Courtney. listens to this, she's gonna laugh and be like, "Oh my god, why did y'all mention me on the podcast?" And did. But she's gonna get over it and do. Always will. So anyway, um, dating back to oh, fall semester 2004. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we're really telling our age. Wow. Oh. There was a, so first of all, Brittany was roommates with Courtney and you and Courtney go way back, uh, further than back you and I do. The Bowling Air Force base, base kid days. Woo! My dad was in the military. Her mom was then in the military. Um, mm-hmm. Both retired. Shout out to the Air Force. Okay. And yes, Courtney and I met the each gentleman other. Gentlemen League. Okay. <laughs> everybody. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't get in. And everybody. Shout out to the geese in the back. In the back. We outside, y'all. <laughs> it's a whole vibe. We out outside because it's, it's beautiful. Vibe. And shout out to September in the fall weather. Anybody like fall? I love fall. Give it up for fall. I love fall. Give it up for fall and boots um, with the fur. Not really. Not really. But <laughs> boots for sure. <laughs> Definitely boots. Um, but yes, Courtney and I go 
back to almost ninth grade, she was going Woo! to, um, I think at the time she started out at Baloo, and then she went Pause. to... Pause. <laughs> and if you know Courtney... If y'all know Courtney, <laughs> listen. But no, remember, Baloo no, High it's, School was it's gentrified not, now. It's glass. It's I heard it's gentrified now. I've never been. However, but. if y'all know Courtney <laughs> L. Griffin, you will know that Baloo was not... not for the you. place for her. Okay. <laughs> but shout out to everybody that went to Baloo. We, we not no shaming y'all. Here. No judgment But Courtney here. had no business up in nobody's Baloo senior high No school. business. But she thrived. She, um, yeah, so Courtney was going to Baloo. Um, then she went to Grace Brethren. And I was going to Benjamin Banneker Academic okay. High School. Okay. Banneker. Across from Howard University. H-U. You know, I didn't go there, but my mommy went there, and my mom is all things Howard. I should have gone to, but it was, it was too close to it home. Was, it was, because I got accepted for undergrad and grad, and I was yeah. like, uh, no. No, I'm my mom, away to school. My mom literally has a brick. Her and her siblings, they have bricks. I forgot what building is outside of at HU, but my mom literally has a brick along with a couple of my uncles with their names on it in yes. their graduating class. And so I was like, absolutely not. My mom has not... When I was an undergrad, my mom came to one homecoming. Just one. So, yeah, my mom went to one damn homecoming. And that was my freshman year. And she didn't even stay the entire time. (laughs) Because, coincidentally, um, it seems like Dell State's homecoming is always on the very same weekend that Howard's homecoming is on. Mind you... My mom graduated in like, I don't know, I don't math, but my mom graduated in like class of 60s, 70s. My mom is 71, so y'all do the math. Shout out to Doris. She got her undergraduate degree there, her master's degrees there. Like, she is all about Howard. And retrospectively, I probably should have went to Howard, um, but I did not. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> met Brittany at Delaware State University. Um, we were in a fashion show club. And if any of our Dell State um, compadres yes. listen to this, they will understand. Throw your, throw your L's up. Limitless. <laughs> yes. So we were in this fashion show club. Um that was started by Alex, Alex Outlaw. Yeah. So, and so anyway, Brittany and I kind of knew each other because of Courtney. And Courtney and I were super cool. I think we had a freshman studies class together. Mm-hmm. And we realized that we clicked, not knowing that it was probably like a Zodiac thing, if y'all are into Zodiacs. But Courtney is also a Cancer. My birthday is literally July the 4th. Courtney's birthday is July the 6th. Shout out to Cancers. Shout out to Cancers. Okay, I we're not crybabies. We're not emotional. <laughs> we are emotionally intelligent. Okay? I want that to resonate with y'all. We are emotionally intelligent. I love Cancers. So anyway, her and I clicked. And then I met Brittany. And then consequently, we auditioned for the fashion show club together. And it was like history. Uh, that was all she wrote. That was all she wrote. I mean, because 
in, first of all, in the But club, wait, do you remember that, like, we auditioned and, like, we didn't make it? No! We didn't make it, and Tania, remember Tania was like, uh-uh. Oh, yes! Remember? Shout out to Miss Porter. Shout out to Miss Porter. Tania, yes. Love me some Tania. She vouched for So, us. Tania was like, um, absolutely not. <laughs> I think they, I, honestly, I think they got us mixed up, because it was so many names and faces. Mm-hmm. And, you know, literally, it was in MLK. Shout out to MLK, because the old MLK is gone. Yes. But they have since built a new MLK. Um, so, anyway, we were in a big room, like an auditorium with a stage there. Never and have walked before. Never had no, been in a fashion show before. Literally, you have Don't to, like. Don't fit your typical model, I nothing. guess. Stereotypical model frame. I had nothing. Stature. I hadn't even. It's sad, but true. But. When we were in the fashion show, I remember, like, it was a big deal. We had to go across the street to Dover Mall and get, like, foundation. I was oh not gosh. into makeup. I wasn't that girl in high school. I think I got my eyebrows done. For prom was my first time. Maybe prom, but I don't it. even think I really got them done. I think my hairdresser just, like, finessed my makeup yeah. with the eyebrow pencil. I definitely was not that girl. And so... So we were like, yeah, like, on a whim, I was just like, okay, like, I can do this. And so anyway, we tried out for the fashion show club and we both made it and we were in um we were in the homecoming show. Killed it. Nailed it. Killed <laughs> it. Okay. For us to never Y'all have had to walked, be there. For us Y'all had to be there. I, I think we were really good in heels already. Yes. Already had the attitude. Because if you know both of us, I'm probably the most Brittany definitely had the attitude. One. Yeah. I, I think had the attitude. also shout out to Crystal. She's probably never gonna listen to this. <laughs> But Crystal was, like, the groomer for the fashion show club. Like, Tania was, like, on hair and makeup. But, like, like, Crystal would be, like, director. yes. But Crystal was, like, no, bitch, do it again. And again. And again. And the fuck again. But literally, to audition, you have to have your heels. I think they have to be at least, like, four or five inches. No kitten heels. No. Meow. And you had to walk down the runway and then do a little whatever. Naomi Campbell. I can't even talk. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell. <laughs> and then do a little pose at the end and walk back. And, like, that was your audition. And Showed up. Showed up. What'd it do? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> oh, boy. Uh. What y'all know about it? Listen, we're playing this for a reason. I want you guys to know there's absolutely a reason that we're playing this. <laughs> you want to let it ride for a little bit more? You better act like you know me. Because what? A dollar. A dollar Shoulders. Model wall. <laughs> if you're a bad girl, Get she's a bad girl. Okay, y'all. Ooh, that brings back some memories. So listen, we gave we gave that to y'all because we were talking about how we met in college and the fashion show club, Limitless. Shout out to them. And first of all, Brittany, Brittany was made for it, honey. 
She was okay. She was made Woo! for it. I didn't know it. I didn't know it yet. She didn't, didn't know, know it, yet. but she was made for it. Brittany opened up the homecoming show as a freshman, as a bad girl, as a bad girl, as a bad girl. To that song, mind you, they told us. I think we had on what boy shorts. <laughs> you had to wear <laughs> heels. Boy shorts. Did we have on gold? Like I feel like yes. I opened some type of cape or something. I don't know, but you had something. Yeah. So you had to have boy shorts, and I felt like we had to have like a blazer mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And Brittany literally Woo. opened up on that bag or on that bag girl part. She left to right her arms, and then she turned and then popped hands on the hips, and she popped that leg out with the right leg. And I and went honey, pumping down the She went stage, pumping okay? down the runway, honey. It was everything. <laughs> and I was so nervous, <laughs> but once the crowd started you, hyping me... You couldn't oh, tell, though. You couldn't tell me. I was so nervous. Oh, my like God. Like I said, I'm standing at, what, five feet even. I'm not a typical model <laughs> size. I never had a model frame. Oh and I'm so God. nervous. We're, we're freshmen in college. We're on the we're oh, on the squad with and she's opening up the show. Oh, and when they said, Brittany, you gonna come out first? I said, Who? Wait a minute. Who now? But I'ma do it. <laughs> but I'ma do it. And did it. And did. And did. And did. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So that's how we met. So and we were inseparable oh. ever since then. We were like the yeah. even though Brittany left. I so, did. I did. I just want to point out that Brittany did graduate. She just did not graduate from Delaware <laughs> State. I, did. University. I graduated from George Mason for undergrad. Yeah. I went on to Trinity University for graduate school, but I did yep, not yep, graduate yep, yep. from DSU. But we all still kept uh, in contact in um, friendship. I'm hoping that you guys all have really, really close friends, that you have something like sandbox friends. I have people, I have a friend uh, that I've known literally since I was five. Um, and we're still friends. We're still rocking. And, um, but people, it's very cliche, but people talk about how you meet, like, your forever friends, like, in college. Like, mm-hmm. if you go through stuff with people in college, those are going to be your forever friends. And, woo, we've been through some and, stuff. And, woo, we've been through births. We have stories. We've been through deaths. Yeah. I think the only thing we haven't been through are weddings and divorces. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to get there. I'm not trying We're to get there. We're going to get, not a divorce, but, but a, a wedding. wedding. I think we, we're hopeless romantic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's how we met, and we've been inseparable ever since. And now we have, you know, we can uh, we can laugh and we can reminisce on the college days and bring things up and laugh about those things. But most importantly, we have new experiences. We have more relevant experiences because for a lot of us, uh, college was a while ago. Yes. And so it's almost like, you know, you don't talk to some of those same people. It's almost like a distant memory has helped shape you, but you'll never forget. But most importantly, like I said, we have newfound, very adult life, work world, uh, family, personal, whatever kind of issues. And kids. And kids. And kids. Yes, while we're here, Millennial Mamas 24-7, we definitely relate on those things. And those are the things that keep us grounded and absolutely um, keep us going. So up next, we're going to talk about our birth story. Oh, my. Okay, guys. So birth stories. Okay. So I'm um, going to pass the mic (laughs) to my co-host, Brittany. She's going to tell you how Aiden, who is... All of three years old, going on 
four technically, but yeah, realistically, how old is Aiden? About 35. 35? 35. Okay. And a half. Realistically, he's 35. Yeah. Also have an aging toddler <laughs> who is five, but not really five. So anyway, I'm going to pass it to Brittany. And we have talked about our birth stories on our blog. We and, did. Um, we did. Yes. The blogs are, well, you can follow the blog via our um, Instagram page, Millennial Mamas. The link is in the bio. Um, and we do go into more on the blog page. But um, briefly, so birth story, I don't want to drag it out. But ever since I can remember, I've always wanted kids. Um, came from a relatively big family, especially on my mom's side. My dad's side of the family only had himself and my uncle. My mom's family is super, super big. Shout out to the South because that's where we're from. I was born in Texas. Mom's from Louisiana. Daddy from Alabama. Oh, hey, Beyonce said it best. So, <laughs> so ever since I can remember, I've always wanted actually multiple children. Um, Ooh, I always said that I wanted by the age 25, I was going to have my first one. By 30, I was going to have at least two or three. Here I am, 35, and I no. have one. Okay? I have one. And I'm very grateful and thankful for my baby boy. And I am okay with having my boy. I'm okay with the one and done. Okay? It's not for everybody, but I'm okay with my one and done. So... Aiden, um, like my co-host um, reference, Aiden is three. He'll be four next month, October 30th. Shout out to the Scorpios. Um, he will be four. So I guess four years ago, I was with my then partner, um, a woman. So shout out to all the LGBTQA. Shout out to the community. Okay, shout out to the community. Okay. Shout out to the community. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> I just want to take a moment and shout y'all okay. out. Shout okay. out to the community. So, myself and my then partner were like, yes, let's do this. The crazy thing about it is we had only been together for maybe, like, three months before we decided to... Girl. (laughs) Girl. It all happened so fast. In her defense, she said she was doing this either way. Oh, yes. So, like I said, I've always wanted children. And just so happened when I met my then partner, she, too, was on the same page. So, it was nothing for us to be like okay let's do this so I was already seeing a um I was already going to um dominion fertility for different um endometriosis issues that I was having right so I already had a primary care physician shout out to Dr. Gordon shout out to Dr. Gordon and everyone at dominion fertility clinic um so it was super easy to just continue on with that um company so we go in, I'm like, hey, doc, you've been seeing me for a little while now. I'm getting a little older. We're ready to have some babies. What we need to do? So he points me to Seattle Sperm Bank. Um, we get to the sperm bank. It's literally like you're shopping online. I, it was crazy. You go online, you pick your donor. Like dating on Telegram? When I was like, like, like swipe, swipe right, left, swipe, left, swipe left. Okay? Okay. We swipe left on a lot of them. But then we found the right <laughs> one. So because I was the one that was going to carry the baby, I still wanted he or she to have features like my partner, um, who is completely African-American, but looks like she could pass for <laughs> Hispanic or Hawaii, it's something. She could pass for different things, right? She's a light skin lover. She is. Shout out to the light Shout skin lover. Shout out to the light skin lover. I don't do the light skin. I prefer Somehow a little... the light skin do me, honey. 
Now listen, we not but gonna I go love into her, it. Okay, look, I love her light skin, so I'm Brittany skin has brown a type. Skin. Okay, she got a type. Okay. All right. I don't okay. discriminate. I don't discriminate. Yes, but she just do. it's just that's what happens. So boom. <laughs> We find the sperm bank. We go onto the site. We're looking at uh, my biggest thing was I wanted them to, yes, have features like myself and my partner, but I wanted them to be healthy. So I'm looking at bloodline on both the maternal right, and paternal right. site. That's a big thing. I'm looking at the Why psychology. Why do that? I should have done that. Just pick them out. See? Girl. But you still can end up, you don't know. You still tossing up. It's still 50 50. You still With tossing a up. Lemon. Oh, With oh, a lemon. It's like hands and tails, what you going to get. What you going to get, right? So. We go to the sperm bank. We finally decide on our donor and everything else is history. Hey, Aiden. That's it. Boom. <laughs> Shout out to Aiden. Okay, guys. So before I hop into my story, we have another question for Brittany. Um, we realized that we did not define what IUI um, absolutely means. So what does that mean? Um, so IUI stands for intrauterine insemination, and it's pretty much where um, they take sperm that has been washed um, and is pretty much the quote-unquote good sperm, and they inseminate you directly into the uterus. So it bypasses the fallopian tubes, all that good stuff. So, And it's usually when the woman obviously is fertilizing, so it's sure, almost sure. right before your cycle comes. So it was maybe a couple of days before my scheduled cycle was supposed to come is when I got the insemination. So that's what IUI is. Because I think they have IVF too. Um, so it just depends on your blood levels, hormone levels, all that good stuff. Got it. And they monitored this. Oh, yes. Right? So I got okay. monitored for almost two weeks. They monitored my blood. They monitored my hormone levels just to make sure everything was okay. Some people have to get hormone shots, um, mm. prayerfully, and thankfully I did not. Um, but um, shout out to the women who have to go through that process because it's not fun. I did have to do one injection, which boosts your hormone levels. Um, and actually, again, shout out to Courtney because she did. Courtney did she it? did my booster shot. Yes, okay, she did. so sidebar, we all have <laughs> a group chat where I mean we see each other very regularly, yeah. pretty often. Um, but outside of that, we have a group chat that we all check in. And if we're going through stuff, cause people go through things all the time, we're like, all right, car phone check in. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't heard from you today. Like mental what's health going check on? In. Mental health check in. It's important yeah. to check on your mental health is check we'll on get your that. friends. Please check on your friends. Yeah. Your friends. We'll but get yeah. into that in episodes to come. Yeah. Um, but she did my booster shot for me. Yep. Right before I was supposed to go get inseminated. So with all of that, my next question is, was how was your pregnancy? Um, I had a pretty good pregnancy, um, and I use the term good (laughs) loosely because there were some challenges in the beginning. Challenges being um, the morning sickness. So I didn't have the type of morning sickness where I was throwing up per se, but I felt nauseous. And I almost feel like if I could have thrown up, I would have felt much better. I was nauseous for like three months. I was sleeping. Oh. My then partner was like, girl, what's going on? Is everything okay? Do we need to go to the hospital? But super supportive um, at the time. So I just, I had the morning sickness for the first three months and I was just sleeping a lot. After that, it was pretty much easy. I didn't really start showing until I was like seven, eight months. And I feel like I just blew up. Um, But the the overall pregnancy was really good. Um, He was a breech baby, which is why I ended up having to have a C-section. I, I was going to say, of it. Yes. let's get into delivery because yes. people have yes. their qualms about yeah. 
delivery. Uh-huh. So let's talk about that. So at my last appointment, I went and they told me that he was still feet forward. So at that time, I was almost like 38 weeks pregnant. I'm ready for my baby to come out. I don't want him to be in distress. Nothing. Oh, so I'm like, get the child here. Get the C-section. And I know how people have griped about C-sections. And I just didn't know. And just my own ignorance. And I can admit that I didn't know a lot about C-sections and doctors mm-hmm. pushing those on African-American women. Yeah. But thankfully, I had a, a good delivery. Had the C-section. Um on October 30th, 2017, um, my then partner was right there. It was just the two of us and the doctors. Had a C-section. We came afterwards. And, oh, okay. 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 We said we coming to see that we baby. We coming to see and the baby. we coming to see our boo. My whole village was Both of there. our boos. Okay. <laughs> my so, whole village was there the day of delivery. So shout out playing. to everybody who was there. Not playing. Um, and yeah, it was a C-section and everything was, was copacetic. So I ended up in the hospital seven days later because I got pneumonia. And my baby ended up having to be with my mom because my partner was at the hospital with me um, every day. But overall, my pregnancy and delivery was really good. Had a healthy baby, and that's all I was concerned about. And that's all she wrote. And here we are. You ready to talk about... Mr. Jamil! I'm going to tell y'all all about it when we come back. Drum rolls, please. Can y'all hear drum rolls? Maybe you can. Anyway, we're doing drum rolls. Okay, so we're going to get into my birth story. Yeah. Girl, it is not that interesting. Girl, and it is. (laughs) Any birth story, any birth story is interesting and a great story. So anyway, Jameer's dad and I have known each other for many, many years. Um, We were, I would say we were good friends before Jameer was concerned. Did Jam's father go to school with you? Conceived, rather. No. So, um, him and I, I actually went to middle school and high school and also had classes with one of his very first cousins, uh, unbeknownst to me until later on in the game. But um, I went to Delaware State University, and one of his very best friends also went to Delaware State University. He went to Norfolk State University, and he would come down to visit his best friend. And instead of staying with him, uh, he stayed in our um, dorm. Oh, did he? (laughs) (laughs) And nothing Uh ever happened. It was literally just... Um, he would stay with us because Mo, shout out to Mo. He's probably never going to hear this, (laughs) but maybe his wife will listen to it. I don't know. But, um, she also attended Delaware State University. Um, he preferred to stay in our room because it was a little more kept and clean. And so, (laughs) um, he would come and stay with us. And from there we got kind of cool. And I think at some point he realized like, oh, I'm kind of digging her. Okay. Kind of digging the vibes. (laughs) A little bit. All the feels. Literally. So he would come down like all the time to visit. And then one particular night, not that anything (laughs) happened per se, because this was not when Jameer was conceived. Okay. Let's get that clear. But um, his dad is a Q. Shout out to Omega Sci-Fi. He crossed. And so the night that he crossed from Norfolk State, eventually he came down 
to Dale State and um, he stayed in the dorm. And by this time, Courtney and I were roommates. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we went into the summer and, um, you know, there's a little thing called Twitter where you can send messages and DMs. And so he would DM me from time to time and he's kind of known on the like poetry scene in DC. And so he's like, Oh, come to my show, come to open mic night. And I would just roll my eyes and be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> probably Hi. not. Okay. And so I would just never listen, but he was very adamant and consistent in mm-hmm. doing that. Um, it was the consistency that got you. Mm, girl. <laughs> so anyway, um, one particular year, um, I kept seeing him, mm-hmm. like, all summer long, like, in random-ass places. Uh, pre-jam, obviously. So it was like, if you trying to be with me, just say that. Just say that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I'm telling you, like, shout-out to Broccoli City Festival. Like, oh, Broccoli City Festival. Broccoli City Festival. Before it got huge, it was at St. Elizabeth. But before that, it was at the campgrounds right by the National Stadium. And it was fairly small. I think at that time, Janae Echo, like, Nobody was really checking for her. I think she had out a mixtape, and that's when she was dating Omarion. Anyway, um, I kept seeing him and stuff. I mean, um, I think I went to an open mic night, and I saw him. I went to different, just random-ass clubs. I can't even think of the name of the clubs because that's how old I am. Um, I kept seeing him, like, absolutely all the time. And a couple of times I didn't speak to him. Um, I would just see him, and so we laughed about it later on because he would be like, "Why you ain't saying nothing?" And I'm like, "Because, because <laughs> boy, <laughs> because nobody was checking for you." And so anyway, um, I was dating other people. He was obviously dating other people and talking to other people. And then at some point, I decided to slow down and maybe listen to what he had to say like maybe there's a chance maybe there's something I don't really know but like Jameer was definitely not a thought I'm gonna be honest with y'all I'm gonna be real because this is a safe space and this is my goddamn podcast (laughs) Um, I was not thinking about Jameer at all so again not uh thinking about children anybody that really knows me knows me I like children but I like children that go home. <laughs> um, not ones that stay forever because you have to provide for them and pour energy into them and spend your money on them. And there is no we more all you know. at that point. No, there, no there is no more you. And yeah. so that was never, that was never really a thought. And him and I were talking and dating or whatever you want to call it, like off and on. But at some point we had gotten um, really, really close and we were seeing each other regularly and um I don't even remember what happened because it feels like a lifetime ago but um something happened and we stopped talking to each other and that's probably where it should have stopped but it didn't (laughs) (laughs) that'll be another topic okay that'll be in an episode so anyway we took a break and he and hit then, me up. I think I even blocked that ass. I think I blocked him. I love to block. 
So I'm not a blocker, but I blocked him. The subscriber that you've reached is currently no longer not fucking with you. So anyway, I blocked him and I don't remember what happened. I think one day, like on a whim, maybe I unblocked him and like he wanted to see me or something. And I'll never forget because my cousin who lived around the corner from where I was living at the time up in Marlboro, mm-hmm. um, she had a fight party and I don't even remember who was fighting, but she had a fight party and he hit me up and was I'm like, yeah, like fight night. <laughs> Literally. I'm going to knock you up like fight night. So anyway, anywho, um, so he came over and I can still remember, I can still remember what he had on. I don't know why. Maybe because that was the night that Jan was conceived. But anyway, (laughs) bitch. So he came over. he had on, not what he had on. I did. (laughs) So anyway, he came over and I was like, yeah, my cousin is having a fight party, blah, blah, blah. And at the time she lived like five minutes away from where my house was. And so anyway, lo and behold, her husband, um, her longtime boyfriend, like forever and her then husband and now still husband um actually went to the same high school that he went to and so it was just vibes mm-hmm. like on the show they was like oh my god like what's up blah blah yeah. blah and so um we got to drink in hennessy <clears throat> oh anything is possible oh girl we, got, we, we know after that and now five listen, years later still to this day when i Ooh. see a henny bottle <laughs> I run away. <laughs> and honestly, you know, there are some people who promote products. I'm into not promoting Hennessy. Because anything is possible. when you take shots of Hennessy or you have a Hennessy Ooh. sidecar Ooh, or you have a favorite. Henny and Coke or... Or just shot. Or whatever. Straight you know, Henny. it goes Ooh, to your girl. bloodstream. It doesn't matter what you ate. Um, how holy you are if you went to church last Sunday, <laughs> if you plan to go to church tomorrow. You could have gone to church really, today. It really does not matter with mm-hmm. Hennessy because Hennessy will be like, girl, you know, and it talks to the moon and the stars. It talks to your uterus. It talks <laughs> to um, the, the sperm, the swimmers. And it says, you know what, we, we finna link up, sneaky link. We go, we finna link up with your fallopian tubes, and we gonna do this. We gonna get this popping, you know. And for a very long time, you know, I I didn't even know that I could have kids. You know, I I just I and that's was not really... anything that was medically diagnosed. No, it just never happened. No. I was just really um I was really taken aback. When I took the pregnancy test, <laughs> you know, I, I called my friends and I was like, you know, this is defective because, um, you know, one line is supposed to show up, but this is, um, this, it's not faint. It's very much two lines. lines. And so I said, you know, something's gotta be wrong. <laughs> something's up. It's not right, um, but I I was pregnant. I, child. 
So, yeah. So, it said um, pregnant, and shout out to Brittany. She might listen to this, the other Brittany in my life. Um, we went out to Public House, which is another monumental night for her and her now fiance. Shout out to Terrence and Brittany uh, doing it big. Um, but I, I still did not believe the test. I didn't. And um, we went out to Public House at the Harbor. And um, I could not fucking stay awake. <laughs> like, to save my life. I don't know how many weeks I was, but, like, I could not. I could not stay awake, Girl, and I was falling asleep. So tired. There are still <laughs> there are still pictures of this, but I couldn't stay awake, and so um, yeah, I scheduled um, a doctor's appointment because I was like very eager to find out because I was just in disbelief. So, quick sidebar, um, and we'll get into this in future podcast episodes. But I was adopted, and so I don't know a lot of the medical history that people have, um, I didn't have it and I just didn't know. And so I just really felt like I was not pregnant. <laughs> like there's no fucking way. Maybe it's, it was just epilepsy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, anything, you know, whatever. And so literally I was, and I couldn't stay awake. And so I went to the doctor and they were like, girl, bye. It's like been three days. Um, but I took, you know, the classic urine test where they test your urine for the hormones or whatever. And they were like, yeah, so you're definitely pregnant. And any more questions? Uh, have a good day, man. Have a great day. <laughs> okay, girl. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, so I, so I was pregnant and so many thoughts went through my head about, um, telling my parents, uh, which I took absolutely forever to do. Um, I immediate, I do remember immediately calling him and making him aware, um, of the situation. And so we had many conversations about it. And so I'm going to skip over all of the fun and gory and not even gory, but interesting details about the back and forth of it, but wholeheartedly, you know, we decided that, like, this was happening and that Jameer was going to come here. And I bought, <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all, I bought so many cards and different things to try to introduce to my parents the fact that I was having a baby because I absolutely thought, even though I was 29, um, I felt like it was the end of the world. It's, it's, it's a I thing. Felt like, I felt like it's a child. Thing. Like, yeah. you come home and you say, like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. And it was, like, absolutely devastating Like, I'm me. 16 and pregnant. Oh, my God. And so I bought a card. This Shout out to Paper Source because I love Paper Source cards. But anyway, I bought this card from Paper Source. And it has, like, two shoes on it in the shape of, like, dad shoes or, like, male masculine shoes. And it said, like, um, it said on the front of it, it said, Daddy, I will always be your little girl. And so I bought that card, like, several times. And I was going to give it to my dad, like, on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And I could just never, like, bring myself to do it. And, and his dad, Jameer's dad and I were in conversation. And he was like, oh, my God. Like, when are you going to tell your girl, parents? Like, it. what is going on? So I don't even think I told them until like the fourth 
or fifth month or something crazy. And it was, I didn't show for a very long time. In fact, my coworkers, if they ever listen to this, they were haters because they were like, oh my God, you look so good. Like you're still like, oh, are you pregnant for real? And I just had to get over myself. And so I finally, when we got the sonogram, you know, when you find out that it's a viable pregnancy and a viable baby or whatever, as far as they can tell at the time. And so I had called my parents earlier that day and I was like, I'm coming over later and I'm going to, I have something to tell you guys. And I did that because I knew if I didn't, I would just keep delaying it. And so you know, I drove my little self to my parents' house and um, I made them guess. And my mom guessed everything under the sun outside of pregnancy. <laughs> and then finally my dad was like, you're pregnant. And I was ding, like, ding, ding. oh my God. Like, so anyway, the, cou- the cat couch, the cat was out the bag. Um, I made these fast forward to gender reveal um i had my co-worker shout out to morella um she made these cute little cupcakes and i made some with pink in the middle and some with blue in the middle and um i found this little printout like on etsy and it was like a bun in the oven cupcake in the oven corny but it worked people loved it Um, and so that's how we announced that, like, we were, um, having a boy and we were, that was so cute. That was so cute. Cause you did that for all of us. I did that for everyone. I did it for my parents. I did it for his mom Mm -hmm. and I did it for my closest friends. And we have pictures to look back on and reflect and cry on and whatever. But, um, that's how I announced it. And then, um. Fast forward to just in general how the pregnancy went. I had an amazing um, pregnancy. I actually kept like a food diary because I realized like very early on that I could not eat certain things Mm -hmm. because they would just make me throw up. And I feel like every day it felt like it was something new. And I'm not a a great eater. I'm not big on eating. Like if I didn't have to eat to survive I wouldn't like I like food I love to cook food for people but like eating is just so like excessive and I'm the total opposite because I am a foodie and I (laughs) like everything like eating is so excessive and like nuanced like no matter how much you spend on a meal like you still have to eat again the next day because you'll be hungry so anyway I kept a food diary but um I had an amazing um, pregnancy. There was one time where my blood pressure was really high because my OBGYN was like right down the street from my job at my office at the time. And my blood pressure was really high a couple of times. Um, One particular time when I went, you know, they take your blood pressure in the beginning and then they take it in the middle and it was really high. And my doctor came in and was like, yeah, so you have to report to GW and I I was starting to break down and I was losing it because to me, like delivery is just like, I know that the baby has to come out, but like, I, I was not a fan. I wasn't on board with it, but 
Um, anyway, that time I went to the hospital. I reported to the hospital. They monitored me. I was there for like hours. And then they're like, okay, like everything is fine. I don't know. This was just like a misnomer. We don't know why this happened. And, um, and yeah, so I went home. That was like the only trouble I really had with my pregnancy. Um, otherwise everything was absolutely amazing and beautiful. This is probably crazy for people to hear, especially in the time of COVID where they're telling people that you can only have one person in the delivery room or whatever. This is the new protocol, but I had Brittany, (laughs) Courtney, my mom, my dad, Jameer's dad and his line brother. And I had Tiara. Yes. You heard it right. And we were in there playing games. Oh, and it was boom. in the middle of a storm because it was oh, January. It was, there was in the a middle snow of a storm. snowstorm, and we were all there. Also, can't leave this out. Jameer was due on the seventeenth, but he didn't come until the twenty-seventh. And mind you, his dad and I lived in a condo in D.C., and we were on a snow emergency route. And so, like every so often, he would go and dig out the cars. And then at some point, we were just like, "F it, we're just gonna have to call nine one one." And I was really stupid about, like, going to the hospital. And so um, my friend Tiara, shout out to Tiara, who, if anything ever absolutely happens to me in life, Jameer will go to her and her and his dad will just have to work it out. But Tiara was like, we're going to the hospital. I feel like you're in labor. And lo and behold, I got to the hospital and I was eight centimeters dilated. So just to put that in perspective for you guys, you only, you have to be at 10 centimeters to have a baby. Crazy. And I was at eight. Barely, I mean, absolutely barely got a damn epidural. But I got one. Got there. They had just plowed the roads. Got there through the snowstorm. All of that good stuff. Um, and of course, you know, they hook you up to monitors and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, so do you have anybody that you need to call? Because like the baby is coming today. And I was like, excuse me. And so Tiara had everybody's name on her phone. She called everybody and she let them know that like Jameer is coming, which by the way, his name was a fight. We're not going to get into that. But can't imagine him being named anything else outside of Jameer, who's also known as Jam. But um, everyone came to the hospital and they showed up and showed out through the snow. And I am forever grateful for them. I will absolutely love them forever. I told them they could absolutely never, ever, Ain't that right, Brittany? Oh, I mean, never, ever. They never, ever. Never, okay? ever, ever. We in this thing. We is locked in this thing. Okay. to leave me because y'all literally sat there and watched me bring Jameer into the world. And again, <laughs> we played games. We were playing Heads Up. Heads Up. That was the best game. Um, we, we were having karaoke. We were telling jokes. We were telling and jokes. And two seconds later, it was time to push, and nobody was laughing. No. <laughs> and it was literally, he literally came out to um, a celebration, and it yeah. was so um, magical and beautiful and as ideal as you could possibly want it mm-hmm. to be that, like, I'm never fucking doing it again. 
done. The sun <laughs> done. Okay. I mean, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And then, um, you know, Brittany and I's recovery stories are a little different, but um, I. I don't know what happened. I think Jesus spared me. I'm not religious. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm not religious, like absolutely at all. But I feel like Jesus knew, like, we're going to make this easy for you. And we're going to give you an ideal baby. We're going to allow you to breastfeed. Um, We are going to allow you to lose the weight. We are going to allow you to not have postpartum, like all these different things that moms go through. And I'm very sensitive to that. But my own personal story, it was just so magical that I'm just never, I'm never doing it again. Um, That's okay. I, you know, I've told myself that is okay. Obviously, retrospectively, fast forward, Jam could absolutely probably use a sibling. If I was going to do that, um, I probably should have had another one maybe when Jan was like two or three, but now it's just too fucking late. You know, I, I'm not doing it. You know, I'm bad. Um, now I can't say never because if you get with the right person and this is just if my you opinion, get with the right person, I mean, obviously Jameer's dad and I are not together anymore, but, um, they're just the entire thing because yeah. I've heard some stories about people's overall experience. Um, even just being sensitive to the things that happened at the start and really wanting to conceive and having issues with that fertility issues. But, um, you know, I'm just never doing it. Uh, this is one for the books. Mm-hmm. One to keep, one to cherish. One um, to cherish and love. And it's the only us, book that's ever going to be written yeah, about this. Both of us and I'm not doing it. Very different births we did pregnancies but all in all it was amazing and any human being who's able to come into this world it's a blessing is a blessing yeah so i think we both yeah share that and i just um yeah i'm not doing it so anyway that wraps up our birth stories i hope that you were entertained again please dm us if you have questions with any of our birth stories absolutely and we post things all the time we have our own personal pages that we often tag and we also have um you know the mama blog page where we post cute little updates about the boys and what they're doing and back to school and um that's going to be one of the features for our next episode about the whims or the woes rather i think woes is the better word Mm -hmm. the woes of sending our children back to school and what that entails so come right back and we're going to wrap it up and thank you for listening so far. We really appreciate it. This has been yeah. really fun. Right, this has been so fun. Woo-hoo. So, first of all, let, let's just say, we just had a mini, okay, <laughs> this is real candid reality, right? So candid. So, we are at my home recording the podcast. On the deck. This is Brittany, right? My son, being the son that I have, uh-huh. he comes, we're sitting on the deck, we're vibing, we're trying to be out of the way so they can be in there doing their thing. We're watching them, we can see them. We can see them, through. it's a glass door on the deck. Yeah, literally. He locks the glass door, okay? <laughs> so we're sitting out here like, first thing we're thinking is, we're going to have to jump off the deck, break a leg, break a leg in the house. Oh my gosh. Okay, so all I got to say, real life shit happens unfiltered with the 
millennial mama. And that's what okay? we said we were going to do when we brought it. When we decided that we were going to do a podcast, we said it's going to be uh, raw, unfiltered. unfiltered. It's going to be raw. Yes. We're going to we're going to tell it like it is. Completely and transparent. Completely transparent in real time. We're not going to sugarcoat it for you guys. Obviously, you can absolutely ask questions if you have follow-up questions. But literally, that was <laughs> a moment. Um, Jam, uh, Jam is five. He'll be six in January. Aiden is three. He'll be four in October. So they obviously are very much verbal and understand what is going on. So she was able to tell him oh. to... Flip the thing up. <laughs> After having and, a mini uh, heart attack, okay? <laughs> Let me tell y'all. But well, goodness. And unlock the freaking door. Yeah. So if you noticed throughout this first podcast, there were a lot of pauses where maybe you only heard yes. one of us speaking. That's because the other one was handling the Somebody children, okay? Was... So don't ever <laughs> yeah. think when you can't see or hear them that they are not around. <sighs> they are with us almost 24-7. <sighs> because we work this in to our mommy lives which obviously has a special place and takes over most of your time but obviously we get breaks in the village shout out to the village again uh, where we can take breaks village. but we really wanted to get this out we wanted to record this for you guys and so uh we did this in between our kids having a, a play date most people use sundays as their like self-care days nah so this was like a this was sort of self-care where we got to record our podcast in the middle of mommy sort of yeah you know and you get you kind of get into a routine your kids learn you, you know, like you learn your kids yeah um and when you have a village like us then we are bouncing things yes. off of each other i can handle the kids just like desiree can handle yeah, the kids go and see what they're doing interchangeably but um but. yeah we <laughs> we really 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 appreciate Woo! y'all listening we really yes, appreciate we any do. feedback we we are open yes. to any absolutely criticism yep again this is our first so we welcome any feedback um if it should be longer shorter if we yeah. should address more things i think we asked you guys and I think we will get into topics. a lot of stuff we will oh yeah yeah stuff. yeah we have so much more to talk about yeah. we just wanted to kind of do this as like an introduction um some of you know us well and some of you don't and so you kind of got a feel for our personalities and our stories and we thought that would be um, a good like precursor to what is to come. Yes. And so. follow us on our personal pages. This is Brittany. My Instagram name is Miss Brittany. That's M I S S dot B R I T T N three Y. And mine's is very plain and simple. Des or you don't. Either you do or you don't. D E S Y O U D O N T. That's it. That's it. It's either Des or you do not. And of course, follow our Millennial Mama page, Millennial yep, yep, Mama twenty four seven. We like Desiree we spell said, the seven out. Yes, S E V E N. Yeah. Um, and we normally tag from our personal pages to the Millennial Mama page. We will try to get more active on the Millennial Mama page. We're more active on our personal pages. Yep, yep. But yep. we will try to become more active on the Millennial Mama page. So please feel free to DM us on personal pages on the Millennial Mama pages. Um, again, we are an open book. We're super transparent, super filtered. Um, obviously we want to address, um, appropriate <laughs> comments and yes. suggestions. Um, so don't be coming in our inboxes with no wild stuff, but we're pretty open. We're pretty laid back. And once y'all get to know us, we're super fun. Um, super unfiltered. Now that's for sure. Yes. Um, so yeah, thank y'all again. And with that, it's a wrap. Hey.
Good night, guys. It's bedtime. Shut up. Hey. Wow.